Welcome to Transition of Style, the podcast that explores the ways in which personal style and gender identity meet with host Phil, a.k.a. Corinne. Transition of Style is produced by Fashion Consort with music provided by Sarah FM and is sponsored by QueerCut, a radically inclusive shopping platform and queer community. Hello, hello, hello. It's Phil, a.k.a. Corinne here. Hello, everyone. I hope you're all staying safe and healthy. Um, First of all, I'd like to start by saying we were planning on releasing new episodes of the podcast in in our new format uh, produced by Fashion Consort. Um, But unfortunately, with the coronavirus pandemic, things with our scheduling really got affected. So we are not able to release those episodes right now, but we will do so in the future. But for now, what we're doing is we are doing something called TOS check-in. And Transition Style Check-In is basically our way of reaching out to community members, people in our community, checking in with them, seeing how they're doing, seeing what they're doing to stay sane during this pandemic. We are all being affected in unimaginable ways. And I think this is the time where we have to check in with people and and make sure we're still connecting with them. Uh, Hopefully this will inspire you guys to do more check-ins with your family and friends and make sure they're doing okay. And, you know, and if I if I might say, uh, it's not a bad time also to pick up on projects that you may have put away, you put aside that you just, you know, you figure you do them later. This is maybe a good time to pick those up because I think a sense of accomplishment right now can be a great elixir at a time like this. And not everyone feels motivated to do that. If you are, great. If you're not, that's totally fine. So without further ado, today is my day to be checked in on, and I'm going to hand it over to my producer, Josh, who is going to ask me how I'm doing and what's going on. So Josh, do you want to take over? I do. This is so exciting to be able to be the uh, host and interviewer today for uh, Transition of Style check-in. And um, I must say, before we get going, that it's been such a pleasure to be able to work with uh, Transition of Style as a producer and to really rethink the format. And we're really so excited about the future for this podcast. And and we're also sad that we were able to, uh, that we had to put this on hold. But, you know, I hope that this, um, these little mini episodes are a way, as you said, to check in with community and, and make sure that people are okay and that, you know, people are being heard. So I'm really excited, you know, to be part of this. I'm excited to have you be part of it. I'm so excited to be working with Fashion Consort. I think that we're taking transition of style to a completely new level. And I think, I hope our listeners tune in to see just how amazing it's going to become with your involvement. So thank you so much. Hit me. What do you got for me? All right, here we go. So first thing, how are you? What are you doing to stay sane? Um, I know a lot of people right now are stuck, you know, whether that's with family, uh, partners, friends, roommates, um, and some people are even alone. And and so, you know, where are you? What are you up to? And how are you uh, staying sane? Well, I am at home, um, like everyone else. I'm staying in. I'm not going out very much at all. And, you know, I I found that I, for whatever reason, this pandemic came at a time that was kind of, in a way, convenient for me in that it is given me the real ability to kind of go deep and go within myself to sort of do an inventory taking of my life, figure out where I want to go career-wise, what I want to do with the podcast. It's really given me an opportunity to to slow down and, and to ask some really intense, deep questions about what I want. And, you know, I keep myself pretty much on a routine, you know, so I wake up in the morning and I work out and I meditate and I do all these things. 
you know, as I said in my intro, I don't think this is something that everyone can do. I think that everyone is going to deal with this pandemic and being shut in this way in their own way. Uh, this is the way I'm getting through it. I feel like doing projects, you know, thinking about, you know, the podcast and, you know, the guests I want and how to take it to the next level. Those doing things like that are what keep me sane because at some point we're going to be back out in the world and I want to know that I use this time in a in a very um, productive way to to take myself to a new level. So yeah, it's just working pretty much. And you're really in the epicenter of it at right now in New York City. Um, yeah. I mean, how does that feel just to be in such a vibrant city where no one's going out and everyone's staying in and, um, you know, we're, we're so used to engaging and interacting with people in the city and, and that just isn't possible right now. I mean, that feels, it just feels weird. It's really strange. Just I have adapted to it. You know, I, I adapted it fairly quickly, but, but I think that's because like, I, I feel like there was work for me to do just being home and being sort of aware of what, you know, of taking some, some, some real time to understand where I'm trying to take my career. But I think that it's weird. It's very strange. I mean, I've never seen a town like this. I'm a native New Yorker. I don't know anything about but living in this way, being shut in and not going out and not being able to go out and see my friends. And to me, that's a lot of how I get my energy. That's a lot of how I get um, the feeling of, of connected of connectivity. And now I'm having to do that, obviously, you know, by Zoom and by, you know, FaceTime and right. Google Hangouts. And it's it's weird. It's weird. I've never seen a time like this in New York. I mean, I, I've lived in New York my entire life or for most of my life. And it is, I don't recognize the city I live in right now. It's, it's strange. Yeah, it really is a, a very strange time. You know, for me, um, being sort of isolated at home has kind of given me a chance to kind of think through things and see things um, a bit differently. And you sort of referenced that as well. And I'm curious if there's anything that's kind of come, in, come into view sort of clearly about things that are important to you or things that you missed the most before uh, quarantining. Yeah, I think um, I think I definitely miss connecting with people in person in real life. I think that's something that I always knew I loved and always, you know, relied on to 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 be become energized by. But I think that right now, because I have been personally affected by this virus, because I have lost a friend in this virus, which is, has completely shaken me in, in, in an incredible way it has made me realize that I don't have the luxury of waiting for anything to get things started. So if there's, like, like I mentioned in my sort of intro, if there's something that I have been thinking about doing, I'm trying to do it now as best I can with in, in whatever way I can do it from my, my home. I'm trying my best to, I'm reframing my life in that way, in that I, I've had many things where I thought, I'm going to do this at some point. At one day I will take this up and I will get this done. And now I'm saying to myself, I don't know what tomorrow looks like. I don't know, you know, whether or not I'll get the virus and I'll get sick and I might not come home, you know. I need to do it today. I need to take it up and get things done today. So life before quarantining was really great. It was wonderful. I was seeing my friends. But life after quarantining, it's going to be even more special for me because I really understand, I've taken this time to really understand what I need to do today and how I can, you know, sort of turn the volume up on my life today. And I'm trying to do that. So it's, it's been a pretty incredible time. 
I love that that kind of concept of the luxury of not waiting or the luxury of today. Um, can you talk about that a little bit more? Because I think that's that's really um, yeah, that's that's a concept I think that could really make sense for a lot of people as we're trying to figure out how to take advantage of this time, even though it is a crisis and there is um, a lot of sickness and death and and sadness around us. Yeah, I will probably be releasing some sort of um, some sort of written content or something um, that discusses the luxury of later. I, I call it the luxury of later. So later is a concept that none of us own. None of us command it. We have no control over later. Later is something that we talk about in the future, then it may never come. And so, you know, after really sitting with that idea this week after losing a friend that was younger than me to this virus, I may, it made me realize that there, I'm sure there were plenty of things that she wanted to do in her life that are, are now never going to get done. And I don't know what later means for me. I don't know whether later is going to be promised to me or given to me. So I have to take it upon myself today to get some things done. I, I think this virus is giving us all a chance to step back, take a minute and really think about our lives really reframe how we think about our lives. We could never have imagined, you know, a month and a half ago that we'd be sitting in this, in this situation, we, that we wouldn't be going to work, that we wouldn't be able to just walk into a bar and have a drink, or we wouldn't be able to just meet up with our friends. None of that was, was true for us, like even two months ago. And now this is our lives. Like, look how fast it, our entire way of being has been radically shifted. We have to think about that and we can't just decide that it's okay. So now we're in this pandemic. There's a bigger thing happening here that we need to take a minute to look into and take a minute to think about. And so that's, that's why I think I'm going to say, I'm going to be talking about the luxury of later in some way. And it's just something that came to me while I was uh, journaling one day. And I think that it's something we all need to think about that later is not owned by any of us. I love it. The luxury of later so this is transition of style, and so much of what you do on this podcast is talk to people about their style journeys. And I can't help but ask, you know, how has your relationship to style, fashion, clothing, you know, changed during the pandemic? Um, especially now that we're all stuck at home, and and I'm curious to to think if you're sort of rethinking what your style is and and how you might go back out into the world after the pandemic. Uh, I think the only thing I'm thinking about style-wise is that one of the projects I'm committing to is that I am going to start purging myself of some of the things I have. I have so much stuff that I don't really need. You know, there it's just stuff that I've dragged from one apartment to the next, you know, from my old life to my new life. And I'm realizing there are things in my new life that that my old that that I have that I still have from my old life that don't need to be there. And some of that is clothing. And so I have a, you know, I'm going to take it upon myself during this time to really go through clothing that I have that I haven't worn that I don't really think represents who I am right now. And I'm going to start shedding it. And so I don't know what's going to come out of that, but I know that I don't need all of the clothing that I have, especially if I'm not wearing it. If I can pass it along to someone else who needs it, then that's what I want to do. I, I think that I'm going to think about style very differently once this pandemic ends, because First of all, I'll be lighter on clothing, so I'll need to maybe right. buy something. <laughs> but I, I think I am shifting as a human right now. And so it may it may shift what I want to wear and how I want to look. And I don't know what that's going to be right now. I don't. I know that um, it's 
it it's going to shift and I don't know how yet I haven't landed but I know that it is not going to be the same as as before and I, I look forward to it I'm excited to grow into new skin and wear new things or you know or reach or sort of rejigger what I have but um, it's gonna it's gonna change because I'm going to start purging and getting rid of things I think it's this is the time to do that yeah, definitely is, and something I've been thinking about as well. I know a lot of my fashion industry friends are talking about how there's a realization right now that fashion isn't a need, that you know, when you're at home and you're not out there engaging with people uh, and you're only doing that through a screen or through um, phone and nobody sees you, that that kind of uh, part of your identity or part of your um, how you... Uh, identify out in the world sort of isn't necessary anymore. So it's such an interesting time to kind of realize that we're sort of void of that fashion identity right now. No, I, I completely agree. And I was speaking to a friend the other day and I have to shout her out because she was pretty amazing. She, she said that she basically goes from day pajamas to night pajamas, which I thought <laughs> was incredible. I really, I totally understand that concept because I do basically have day boxers and night boxers. It's like, that's just how it's going down right now. <laughs> and I wonder how many people are wearing their boxers, you know, and, and a button up shirt and a tie or, you know, I mean, I may I have that. done that. <laughs> you mean business on the top and party on the bottom? That's exactly yes, right. That. <laughs> One of my favorite concepts. I love it. <laughs> oh, I love that. It's, it's, so it's Donald ducking it. That's what I like. <laughs> That is so good. I freaking love that. <laughs> so, Phil, oh, what gosh. are you doing to stay connected? And do you have any suggestions for ways to staying connected, especially in the LGBTQ queer community? Um, you know, we rely so heavily on our chosen families. And, and I'm curious what your thoughts are about that. Yeah, so I realize, I mean, I'm doing pretty much what everyone else is doing. The Zoom happy hours and the Facebook, you know, FaceTime sort of like connection, connection, you know, video chats or the, you know, the hangouts, all of that. I'm doing all of those things and I and I love them. But sometimes I definitely get, I get overloaded. I'm like, oh, my God, I just saw my third Google Hangout today. I'm like, I can't. Like, sometimes I have to, like, take a minute and not do it. So I'm doing those things, but I think the other thing I'm doing, and I'm thinking, I, I mentioned this at the beginning, at the intro, I'm making sure I'm checking in with people, and sometimes that's just by text. And I know that texts may not seem that important to people right now, just because, like, we could text before, right? So what's different about that? I mean, people want to see each other. But I think that there is this concept that we think that because we're not hearing from people that they're just fine. And, you know, we assume they're okay. And, you know, I, I had a, I, I just had a feeling I needed to reach out to a friend of mine the other day. And sure enough, she was struggling a bit. You know, she was struggling. Right. And I didn't, I wouldn't have known that. I just, I didn't know. You know, so I, I realized that, like, there are people I'm not hearing from that are actually not doing okay. They're not, they're not dealing with this well. And this is not something that everyone is going to deal with well. So I'm really asking people, please check in with people just, just for a second. It's not have to be a long drawn out thing, but just make sure they're doing okay. Cause some people are just, this is hard for some people. They're not able to like sit in their homes like this and like just shut it down. It's very difficult. Right. So, you know, I'm staying connected whatever way I can, but I'm trying to make sure that I'm hearing from people and that they're okay. That's great. I think you're right. You know, we really shouldn't make any assumptions and we really should, um, 
think about all of the people in our community and just reach out even if it is a text. I love I love that. Yeah. Phil, it's been so great to be the interviewer today and just to give you a forum because I think oftentimes you're as the host you don't get a chance to to speak, but it's been um, on my end it's been lovely to hear from you and hear your thoughts and hear uh, what your plans are um, both personally and for the podcast and I know that um, I'm excited to be a part of that. Oh, thank you so much, Josh. It was just awesome. I had a good time being in the hot seat. Uh, I don't do it often, but when I do have the op- the opportunity to do it, it's fun. I enjoy it. It's kind of fun. It is a lot of fun. Well, thank you so much uh, for being my guest today on TOS Check-In. <laughs> thank you. And listen, I, I'm hoping that everyone will please remember to subscribe to the podcast, uh, you know, iTunes, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, whatever way you're listening, please make sure you listen to it uh, and subscribe to it and make sure you rate and comment and follow us on Instagram. And, you know, we're, we're going to be back at some point, guys. We will be back, but we just, we have to accept life the way it is now and we're adapting in the best way we can. So we're checking in on our people. So please make sure you tune into us. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Transition of Style. If you like what you hear, please remember to subscribe and leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. Visit us on our show page at transitionofstyle.com for more information and follow us to share in the conversation on Instagram at transitionofstyle. 